0: Well hey everyone and welcome to Wednesday Evening Discipleship. Tonight I just want to give you a brief rundown of the talk that I gave on Sunday and then I want to give you a couple of questions. A couple of questions for your connect group and for you. Hopefully they lead you into prayer and a time with God. So this week I was answering the question why bother with Jesus? Jesus is behind all the answers we've given throughout this why series. You know he is at the very centre of the Christian faith and so we wanted to ask this question as a way of saying you know, to equipping people to talk about Jesus themselves and then to have the answers for the, for themselves. So why bother with Jesus? I said two things. I said that we should bother with Jesus firstly because of what he claimed. Now, the passage we had was from John 6 and Jesus is just done the feeding of the 5,000 and then the people come to him and he teaches them and he says don't hunger and thirst for food that spoils and said work for the food that endures to eternal life. But in that, among that time, he makes this amazing claim, he talks about the bread that comes down from heaven and then says, I'm that bread. He says, I'm the bread of life. I came down from heaven. That's Jesus's big claim. He says, I came down from heaven. And then he also talks about God the Father. But he says at another point, God the Father is my father. So he says, I came down from heaven. I'm related to God. I'm the son of God. And then he says, I am God. Jesus uses the phrase, I am the bread of life. It's one of seven such sayings from the Gospel of John. And Jesus is saying, I'm God. That I am phrase is the name God gave himself in the Old Testament. And Jesus uses it by way of making this claim. Look, I am not just a wise teacher, I'm not just a moral person. I am God. And I said that that makes God worth bothering with because it shows that our faith is historical and personal. So it's historical in the sense that Jesus was a real person at a real time. So the basis of your faith is not your private religious experience. It's what God has done in human history. And then I said that Jesus' claim makes our faith personal. We know what God is like. We know what God is like, he has revealed himself. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am the thing that gives life to the world. We see what God is like and his life is like in Jesus Christ. So why bother with Jesus? I said it's because of what Jesus claims. But then also I spoke about what Jesus offers. Jesus offers us abundant eternal life. Jesus said that um, the bread of heaven comes down and gives life to the world. There's two Greek words for life. There's bios and zoe, if you remember this from the talk. Bios is where we get our word biology from, and it means physical life. But Jesus was using the second word, zoe life. It means abundant, eternal, spiritual life. It means God's life, and Jesus says, I have that for you. So why bother with Jesus? It's because with him, you'll live forever. With him you'll live forever, and the eternal abundant life begins now. You see, when you know that you have the hope of heaven, everything else in your life will get put into perspective. Jesus said, don't work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. And by this he meant, don't make anything else in your life other than me, the thing that you are seeking as your source of satisfaction and life and hope. He said, make me that thing and I will satisfy you. He said, whoever believes in me will never be hungry or thirsty. So Jesus offers you a satisfaction and a contentment and a hope and a joy in every circumstance. Because if you know that you have the hope of heaven, what more could you want for? So why bother with Jesus? I said it's because of what he offers and then because of what he claims. Or rather, because of what he claims and then what he offers. And I suppose that brings us to a couple of questions tonight. Maybe it's questions for you and then a question for your Connect group. If someone were, th- first question is this, if someone were to ask you, why bother with Jesus? You know, they said, great, this is all good for you, but what difference does it make to my life? How would you answer it? Maybe what I've said uh, right now or on Sunday was helpful, but how would you begin to answer it? What, what would you say? What, was, what would your hope be? That's one of the commands of scripture, isn't it? To always give, be able to give a reason for the hope that we have, always be willing to give a reason. So what would you answer? If someone were to ask you, why bother with Jesus? What would your answer be? And then the second question um, for you is this. Jesus said, don't work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. And he said to the people that they are only seeking him in John 6, because you ate the loaves and had your fill. So Jesus is speaking to people that have um, just been fed, literally, quite physically, with the packed lunch of a little boy. Remember, he feeds, he multiplies the bread and the loaves, the loaves and the fishes, and he gives it to the people. And so... He says to them when they come to him he says basically you're not seeking me because of the miracles i've performed it's like you're just here for another free meal you ate the loaves and had your fill and i wonder where we might need to ask where am i full of the world and not hungering after jesus you see the things of the world that might be um, really good stuff it might be our family it might be our friends it might be a job it might be a nice house it's the things we aspire for you know having a nice holiday having prospects, friends, anything we might want to make into an idol before God, those things can so easily satisfy us and make us full with and leaving us no appetite for Jesus Christ. Because Jesus says, don't work for food that spores, but for food that endures to eternal life. And so the question is, do you have an appetite for Jesus at the moment? Or are you full of what the world has? Are you just seeking what the world offers you and therefore have no appetite for Jesus? So two questions. If someone were to ask you, you know, why bother with Jesus, what would your answer be? Second question, where might you have made something other than Jesus the thing that you are seeking? And where might you actually be full of what the world has to offer you and with no appetite for Jesus? Why don't I just pray for us all right now? Lord God, thank you that you offer us eternal, abundant life. And thank you, Jesus, that you didn't just claim to be God, you were God. And now, as you die for us on the cross, you made a way for us to know God and enter into this eternal life. And I pray for anyone listening right now, that they would have a real sense of your peace and they'd have a real sense of your abundance in their life, God, a real and renewed sense of trust in you. And then, Lord, I pray just by your Holy Spirit, you'd show us where we might be seeking things other than you and where they might be satisfying us and where you might just want to come in and shape us and change us. We pray this all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.